This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by TextHelp Systems. TextHelp has moved Read and Write Gold support features to the cloud with a new suite of web apps. The web apps work within browsers on iPad, iPod Touch, iPhone, and other mobile devices as well as PCs and Macs. The apps include Read and Write Web, which provides read aloud with dual color highlighting along with dictionary, picture dictionary, translator, and study skills for HTML web content. Ebook Reader, which allows users to search for, download, save, and read aloud bookshare ebooks. Speech, which reads aloud typed or pasted text. And Dictionary, which provides text and image definitions for typed or pasted words. Call TextHelp at 1 888 248 0652. Again, that's 1 888 248 0652. Or go to texthelp.com for more information. Hi, I'm Ron Rogers. I work for the state support team, Region 1, in the state of Ohio. Check out our website at www.sstr1.org. And also, always remember to watch the A-Tips cast. We love it in Ohio. I'm sure you do, too. Welcome to the AT Tips Cast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode number 96, recorded on May 1st, 2012. Preschool. Preschool! I love preschool. It's my favorite of all the ages to work with. Who wouldn't love singing songs, telling stories, and making crafts all day long? Preschool is all about enjoying life and having fun. Oh, yeah! To a preschooler, almost every experience is a new one, meant to be examined and explored. Being in a preschool environment brings out the inner child in you that reminds you just how simple life can be. If you're a teacher and you ever get lost along your way, wondering what education is all about, or what education should be all about, or you just want to see what a quality education should look like, go visit a preschool classroom. The majority of students who are enrolled in a special education preschool program receive services due to some sort of communication disorder or have, at least in part, communication goals. And for this reason, the curriculum in the preschool classroom should be language-based. But what exactly does language-based mean? After all, doesn't everything we teach already involve language? For instance, if we have Insect Week in our preschool classroom, where we learn all about the vocabulary centered around insects, isn't that language? Well, sort of, but let's take a closer look at defining a language-based curriculum and see if we can't discover a different, more focused language approach. We'll call a language-based curriculum AT Tip number 283. If all the raindrops were lemon drops and gumdrops, oh, what a rain that would be. Standing outside with my mouth open wide, A traditional approach to developing a preschool curriculum is to divide up the school year into the number of weeks and then assign a topic to study that week. 
In some schools, the preschool teachers will mimic or follow an adapted kindergarten curriculum. This means that in September, there might be a week or two on apples, where all the books and activities in the classroom will be related to apples. Yum, apples! I love apples! Then, the following week, there might be an activity on leaves, and the week after that there'll be an activity on pumpkins or something, because we're moving into October. The topics are often seasonal in nature, based on events on the calendar. Throughout each of these weeks of study, the students are engulfed in a sea of rich language-centered activities around the topic of the week. For the week on apples, they're hearing and practicing words and concepts such as... Red, round, core, pick, stem, tree, fall, seed, taste. During the leaf week, they're experiencing words and concepts such as... Purple, orange, crinkle, rake. These are all important language concepts to be sure, but... Are the students with language disorders in that environment because they're having trouble with these particular language concepts? Are these the core concepts we think the students need to know to be able to help them achieve their language goals? Are these the concepts necessary for students to improve their communication abilities? Are the concepts of rake, stem, crinkle, and seed the language terms students absolutely need to be practicing? In some cases, maybe they are, but let me propose a different methodology. Now, let me be clear, I'm not saying teachers who plan is just as I described are doing anything wrong. If it's working, don't fix it. I'm a strong believer in that principle, but here is just another way to think of it, and possibly another approach to take that might help students out even more. What if, instead of starting the planning process thinking about a seasonal topic, like apples, the topic of the week revolved around a targeted language concept, like answering who questions, or determining opposites, or focusing on temporal terms like first, last, next, before, after, now, later, never, or spatial terms among, between, through, near, far, over, under, across, or quantitative terms all, some, none, or comparatives and superlatives, words ending in er, and EST that indicate a comparative quantity or quality. Or the crown prince of difficult language concepts to teach. Pronouns. He, she, it, her, him, other, my, yours. Or any other number of language concepts that are commonly found as goals on the IEPs of preschool age students. What a team of educators could do is take a look at all of the IEP goals of the students in their room and determine similarities in the language goals. Starting with the most frequently appearing language goal, the team could plan a week of activities related to that language concept. Let's break this concept down, step by step. Let's say the educators making up the preschool team. You know, the preschool teacher, the educational assistants, the speech language pathologist, the occupational therapist, the physical therapist, and any other educator who frequents the room. Analyze the goals of the IEPs of the students in the room and determine that spatial terms, like positional prepositions, are the most prevalent or pervasive. They could pick one preposition or a pair of prepositions to target per week. The concept of the week could be over and under, then, every book, song, and activity could be focused on the concepts of over and under. Now, the nice thing here is that the team wouldn't necessarily have to give up Apple Week either. The team could just use apples to focus on the concepts of over and under. Think of activities like at circle time, where students are each given an apple and asked to put it over their carpet square, or under their carpet square, or over their head, or under their chin, or over their foot, or under their foot, or eventually over a paper tree on the wall and under the paper tree on the wall. 
When reading a book about apples, the teacher could ask students to point out items over and under that appear in the illustrations. When at the computer or interactive whiteboard, students could be asked to sort apples into two baskets, one that's over a tree branch and one that's under a tree branch. These are just three of thousands of creative ideas of how to integrate topics, but the most important point, the distinctive difference, is that the focus is on the targeted language concept first. The apples are the secondary topic. The fundamental question shifts during the planning meeting from what kind of apple activities are we going to do this week to what kind of activities are we going to do this week to teach the concepts of over and under using apples. Maybe that's a minor shift, but it's an important one because you're putting the language concept first before the seasonal concept. When the team approaches the lesson putting the language concepts first, they have essentially created a language-based curriculum. In this way, they focused in on the more pervasive and relevant language concepts based on students' specific needs. Woohoo! One last thing to mention about this approach. Just like in a traditional seasonal approach, an important element of success is to involve the parents. Teachers could promote the language-based approach providing parents with activities that could be done at home to help reinforce those language concepts practiced in school. Websites, newsletters, Facebook groups, Twitter feeds, handouts, casual conversations at drop-off and pick-up, heck, even QR codes pasted onto the back of student projects and artwork, linking back to a quick audio message from the teacher describing the language concepts they practiced while they made it, can all help parents understand how they can reinforce these language concepts at home. The learning that takes place during the first few years of life sets the stage for a student's future academic performance. Moreover, it sets the stage for a student's future as a whole. Therefore, the approach of learning language should be a focused one, targeting students' needs. When a language-based curriculum is adopted and implemented in a preschool classroom, the benefits for students can last a lifetime. Hooray! Heads and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, knees and toes, heads and shoulders, knees and toes. We Happy Better Hearing and Speech Month, everyone! May is the month where speech-language pathologists everywhere focus on getting the word out to the general public to raise awareness for improving the speech and language abilities of everyone. Every year since the beginning of the AT Tips cast, there's been an episode for Better Hearing and Speech Month. This episode is my contribution this year. If you'd like to hear some of the past episodes, I'll have them all listed over at the blog, attipscast.com. Also, make sure you check out asha.org slash bhsm. That's A-S-H-A dot org slash bhsm for even more inspiring ideas about how you can contribute to Better Hearing and Speech Month. Before wrapping things up, I wanted to thank Ron Rogers for his bumper at the beginning of this episode. Ron mentioned the Region 1 State Services team in Ohio. You can check out all of the resources they have listed on their website over at www.sstr1, that's the numeral one, .org. Especially make sure you check out the professional development section there. There are lots of great resources there that I'm sure you'll find useful. Thanks, Ron! Until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive, may all your strategies be supportive, and may all your preschool lessons be language-based. Five little ducks went out one day Over the hills and far away Mother duck said quack, 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 quack But only four little ducks came back
Happy Better Hearing and Speech Month, everyone. Happy Better Hearing and Speech Month, everyone. Happy Better Hearing and Speech Month, everyone. Happy Better Hearing and Speech Month, everyone.